Broadcasting live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. This thing called love, I just can't handle it, this thing called love. I must get around to it, I ain't ready A crazy little thing called love This thing called love It cries in a cradle all night It swings, it jives It shakes all over like a jellyfish I kind of like it A crazy little thing called love There goes my baby she knows how to rock and roll. She drives me crazy. She gives me hot and cold fever. Then she leaves me in a cool, cool sweat. I gotta be cool. Relax. I get hip. I get on my tracks. Take a back seat. Hitchhike. I take a long, long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. I gotta be cool, relax, get hip. Get on my tracks, take a back seat, hitchhike. And take a long, long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. A crazy little thing called love. New Mexico. Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Miss Bobby. Good morning, Mr. Gary Holt. And how are you doing today? 
I'm doing pretty good. Got a little bit of a cold, but we talked about that. So if uh, folks hear a little silence, it's because I've gone into a sneezing fit or something and have gone mute. <laughs> but anyway, doing pretty good. Beautiful weather in Albuquerque. I just checked your weather there. It's a beautiful day in Albuquerque. And um, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. in between Nashville 66 today and I'm in Logan, Utah for the Cash Valley Cowboy Rendezvous with my wife Mary Kay and it's a beautiful sunny 37 here today. So mm-hmm. great weather. We're going to find out what the weather is like with our guest in just a few minutes, but who's joining us today on the Campfire Cafe? They are waiting patiently on the line. We have Judy Coder and Jennifer Epps, also known as Notable Exceptions, and we're so excited that they're joining us from the road. We're looking forward to talking with them. We're going to play a lot of music from their CD, Souvenir, And uh, we look forward to talking with them. And then in the second hour of the show, it's time for Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister, to join us. And he'll be joining us for Saddle of America. But we've got a great two hours of great music and a lot of great conversation headed your way. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song by Notable Exceptions. It's called More West Than Texas. And we'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. More west than Texas, there's no way to deny. Then cowboys might have started there, but westward they didn't fly. Out here where the sun sinks low, the west is wild and free. We're more west than Texas, boys, so head out west and see. We love everything about Texas, from Lone Star Beer to Swing. We love the longhorn cattle and blue bonnets in the spring. There's big wide open spaces and oil rigs galore. But out here in the real west, we got something more. We're more west than Texas, there's no way to deny. Them cowboys might have started there, but westward they did fly. Out here where the sun sinks low, the west is wild and free. We're more west than Texas, boys, so head out west and see. The soil is rich in Washington, our grapes and pears are sweet. The apple orchards where we're from bear a fruit that can't be beat. Now in Texas, when they grow a tree, it just looks kind of sickly. You'll only find hedge apples there, and all their pears are prickly. We're more west than Texas, there's no way to deny them cowboys might have started there, but westward they did fly. Out here where the sun sinks low, the west is wild and free. We're more west than Texas boys, so head out west and see. From Dallas down to Galveston, mighty Texas has gone tame. They'll saddle up a longhorn for a photograph. That's lame. The Alamo's a tourist trap with plastic Bowie knives. What's happened to that rough and ready Texas way of life? 
herds are all spread out. You can see them for miles around. They round them up in a pickup truck where they see a stereo sound. We straddle our saddles together a herd through forests and mountainside. Rounding up strays in the wilderness wide is a matter of northwest pride. We're more west than Texas, there's no way to deny. Them cowboys might have started there, but westward they did fly. Out here where the sun sinks low, the west is wild and free. We're more west than Texas boys, so head out west and see. We're more west than Texas boys, so head out west and see. Welcome back to the award-winning Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. We just heard More West Than Texas, performed by today's guests, Judy Coder and Jennifer Epps, and they wrote it as well, also known as the duo Notable Exceptions. Notable Exceptions is a tiny, tidy bundle of energy, talent, experience, and pure musical joy. Their sound is a potpourri of folk, western, and novelty tunes. From house concerts to concert halls, Judy Coder and Jennifer Epps are known in the world of western music for their finely crafted vocal harmony. Their original tunes are lighthearted and conversational. For accompaniment, Judy's peaceful rhythm guitar is right on the button, and Jennifer sweetens the sound with tidbits of Americana, rhythm instruments, flutes, and whistles. The result, Americana. This delightful pair has been recognized by the International Western Music Association with the 2017 Maryland title Best of the Best Harmony Award and the 2015 Harmony Duo of the Year Award. From their home way out west where the sun sinks low, Judy and Jennifer are driven by a commitment to spreading joy and laughter through song. I've had the pleasure of enjoying Judy and Jennifer performing live in small and large venues. The interaction between the two, their facial expressions, engaging banter, tight harmony, and entertaining music makes for a memorable evening. You've got to catch them live. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, the duo Notable Exceptions, Judy Coder and Jennifer Epps. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Bobby. That's wonderful. Wow. <laughs> we sound pretty cool. We do. <laughs> hey, hey, ladies. I'm I'm excited now to have you on the show after that. That was pretty cool. <laughs> well, I heard on the news today that it was one year ago today that they announced that we had a pandemic, and it was called COVID-19. And I thought, well, that's pretty cool because you gals are on your coast-to-coast quarantine tour. And so we've got you on today a year after all this mess started. So tell us a little bit about the coast-to-coast COVID or the quarantine tour. (laughs) Well, it all started because, you know, it it was fairly simple for us to have things to do to keep us busy when the weather was nice. But let's face it, winter has been really, really hard, long, long. And eventually Jennifer said, we have got to go somewhere. It is time. I'm ready to go. We've got to go. (laughs) And, you know, we're we're still quarantined. Uh, And we don't fall into those categories of people who might get the vaccine fairly soon. 
we don't have regular contact with children or the elderly or people who are at high risk, we work from home and we don't fall into the age categories. So when it comes to people who are in line to get the vaccine, we're pretty much dead last. And it could be mid to late summer before we actually get a vaccine personally. Uh, so we didn't want to wait that long, and no way. <laughs> we started doing what we always did. We talked about tour, and we said, well, this is just so weird because we can't have a regular tour. We At the beginning of the pandemic, just as everyone was beginning to get out into their gardens, we had a couple of concerts from our front porch. We had four, I believe, mm-hmm. the COVID yeah. front porch concert, porch concert series. But what we found was that even if we only told three or four people exactly when we were going to do this. Like, like our neighbors because yeah. we were setting the sound system out on the sidewalk. We know? kind of thought, <laughs> right. oh, right. tell right. them, you know, we're about to make enough noise to wake the dead. You know, um, you could hear every word for, from two blocks away, wow. every word. So we kind of felt we owed yeah, it to them. Yeah, nice system, you know, we just cranked yeah. it up. Um, so other than <laughs> half a dozen people at the most, and uh, we would tell them and so that they would sit on their front porch and listen to us sing from our front porch. But we live in a, an area of town where a lot of people walk, and people started to show up. And they'd walk by as we were setting up our sound, and what are you getting ready to do? Well, we're getting ready to do a concert. Cool, we'll be right back. And uh-huh. What happened was uh, people would drive by and see us performing, and they uh, we saw this happen more than once. They'd pull over to the side of the road and get out and stand, and then they'd see someone they hadn't seen in a while. They'd lean over to talk to one another, and they didn't have their masks on because they hadn't planned on stopping. And yeah. so we really felt that we had a responsibility to stop doing that. And ever since then, we were trying to figure out how to perform for people, but well, we don't want to draw a crowd or anything. You know, everything about this is so backwards. Yeah, we we do not want to be the super spreader <laughs> event. You know, so so we're so instead of being out there and and being you know and wanting to draw a crowd and wanting to perform for a lot of people, we're trying to perform for as few people as possible <laughs> and in oh, many geez. places. But 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 we're we're recording it. Um, mm-hmm. So so I I invested in some cameras and I'm doing some more video editing work that I that's, that's like crazy I haven't done hardly any of this and I'm I'm getting better at it. Mm-hmm. But um, but so so we're uh, we're basically getting getting sponsors we're getting patrons to uh, that want to just see our content and what we are doing out here on our quarantine tour. So if Jennifer's doing a lot of video editing, and that's mostly what we offer our subscribers through our website. Uh, okay. They can find out all they need to at, through our website, and then we will have little snippets of things that are happening along the way on Facebook. But most of our day-to-day, week-to-week contact with fans is through that subscriber page, and there's that's mostly what we offer, exclusive video content. We will send postcards and have Zoom gatherings with fans, and we're going from coast to coast. From here, we go to Florida and straight up the East Coast. Wow. Currently, wow. we're halfway across. We're in, we're in <laughs> Topeka, Kansas right now. Yep. Wow. Well, that is a clever, clever concept and a great way to to do this while you're out there. So. 
The website is NotableExceptions.com for folks that are listening around the world and they'd like to get involved in this, NotableExceptions.com. And, um, yeah, we're looking forward to visiting with you girls just a little bit and have you tell us more about what's been going on on the road and what you might have encountered as well. But right now, I want to get to another song, and this is one called The Night Sky. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with Judy and Jennifer today on the Campfire Cafe. And my wishes all come 
Campfire Cafe, and we are visiting a little bit about their coast-to-coast quarantine tour. And um, so when did you girls start the tour? (laughs) Well, plan A was that we would start...
some people in a virtual crowd at the same time. Yeah. Oh, that's great. There you go. That's, that's fun. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, what you may have seen most recently was that we performed in the at the retirement community where my mother lives here in Topeka, and yeah. it was a challenge talking them into. Sometimes it is. It was a challenge talking them into our version of what a quarantine tour is, because they have this brand new indoor facility, and everyone there at the retirement community has had both shots. Yeah. Oh wow! And, uh, they did it. They made it. They made yeah. a deal for for like you know CVS pharmacy or something where where all of the staff and all of the residents were off. They came to the retirement community and everybody mm-hmm. got vaccinated. So there's like I think they hit ninety ninety eight percent vaccination rate. So oh, they're that's all great. That's, looking that's, pretty good. That's like where and my mom so is. Like, my mom. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and great. they're so excited to see people and get together inside and do things inside. Like, well, well, well we've been trying. This is our seventh state we've been in, and so far, so far, and and we we are not vaccinated, and we have been, you know, still doing our best, doing but, our best to stay away from people. But you know, who knows? We could still give it to somebody. Yeah, you know, so we had it. You know? Right. We have to be very careful, particularly about where we are when the mask comes off mm-hmm. and when we perform right. we would take the mask off and we have to be outside to do that so we did find a place to perform there outside they and i was saying well it's really windy we need to go back inside it's really windy i said nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope but i don't know we might have we we haven't gotten the official head count there might have been i counted 42 in the picture you took right okay we, we did take a wow. picture of our crowd we told them to lean in and we took a picture and <laughs> it was very fun <laughs> And they, oh, you know, they had a budget because they hadn't had anybody perform there for, you know, a year. And yeah. they were locked down pretty tightly, but they did a good job of taking care of their people, and we appreciated that so much. And it's nice to be able to sit outside and enjoy some live music. It is, and it's yeah. just really cool that you girls are being so careful about what you're doing. And protecting the people that you're visiting as well. So kudos yeah, yeah. to you. You know, I've been Thank out you. and about, and, you know, half the people will have masks, another half don't have, and it's like, you just kind of cross <laughs> your fingers when you're out there in the public, you know? It's kind of tough. Yeah, you do. So I, yeah, I'm, tough. I'm better at avoiding people than, than that. I just, you don't really like people. Yeah, I don't really no. like people. <laughs> well, you know, we do, but, you know, it's it's funny. People see us on the stage, and they think that, we're, or they hear us on the radio and they think that we're really very outgoing. And we're not extroverts, either one of us. The truth is, at the end of the show, we're really ready to go hide. And oh, wow. that's part of the reason that Jennifer purchased this motorhome that we live in four to six months of the year is that we needed a place to hide. And it has turned out to be the perfect quarantine machine because oh, it's a zombie uh, apocalypse vehicle as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, what is, what is the, of, yeah, what well, is we, the vehicle's name? Yeah, uh, oh. Norma. The no, Norma. Notable road machine, Norma. Yep, <laughs> yep. Didn't you have a contest name. or something to name it? We did, yes. We had a fan contest. We've had two fan contests, one to name us, and Tom Swearingen <laughs> won that one. And one to name the quarantine coach because the the original one was the stage coach, and when uh, it needed to be replaced, we were literally on tour. We replaced it in Phoenix. Yeah. And so we had a contest to name dub the 
you know, there was Deb the duo, and then there was one to name the coach, and uh, one of Jennifer's friends named that one. Yeah. So, and and this this year for the first time on tour, we actually have we're towing a vehicle as well. Um, most oh, wow. of the time, we can park next to a venue or you know someplace close by, and maybe whoever's in charge of the the house concert or something would just would would come pick us up and take us there. So this way, we're towing our own vehicle, and and we don't have to rent a car ever or take an Uber, you know, which we often did as well, or right. get in somebody's or car. Get, we get in anybody yeah. else's car. And so, um, so we we're we're towing a a 1999 Jeep Wrangler, just a two-door Jeep Wrangler with these huge tires, because one of the fun things that that we do in between gigs on a regular basis, anyway, is go to national parks. Yeah, or, I've noticed or, it. You know, at, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And so we're junior rangers in like 42 parks or four. Something uh, it's, it's lot a, lot, track. a lot of parks. <laughs> wow. But um but often, you know, that it's like we were at Death Valley and we said, Oh my gosh, next time we're here we have to rent a Jeep, you know, so we can actually get to the places that we wanted to see. And I right. said, Well, why don't we just tow a Jeep for gosh sake? Yeah. So yeah. I bought this used Jeep last November and it's just been the perfect thing for us. So Oh, that's great. The only that thing we can do is get Judy's ninety year old mother into yeah, it. Yeah, mother cannot get <laughs> in the Jeep. There's just no way. <laughs> No oh, way. It's too hard to said, well, So did you buy this Jeep specifically so you couldn't take me places? <laughs> <laughs> no. We just weren't focused uh, on that at the time, you know. So there really is no place we can't go, and we can stay pretty well isolated while we travel. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Well, and you'll have to have another contest to name the Jeep, you know. So that'll be cool. <laughs> well, well I, I named we it. I named the Jeep. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Ernest. Ernest. Ernest Shackleton, you remember that he was he was the guy that uh, what was it the went to Antarctica. Antarctica? Antarctica it was the, the Endeavor or the Arctic. Anyway, mm-hmm. but he, his, his 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 ship got got crushed by the ice, and and mm-hmm. his entire crew survived. Okay, and he survived, and the entire crew survived. I figure if Ernie can get us someplace, he's the ultimate survival. He's the ultimate survival, ultimate survival yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was either that or the Great Grape, because it's actually a purple Jeep. Believe it or not, it's very dark. It's oh very wow. Wow. Yeah, it looks wonderful. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, we're going to come back in a minute. We're going to get to some more music. And this, again, is another song from the album Souvenir. It's called Cowgirl Serenade. And uh, how did this song come about? This was written by a friend of ours, Sherry Diamond, who live, who spends her winters at the same place where we often spend our winters and on the east side of Phoenix. And she found out that I would give guitar lessons if I wanted to, and so we took some. We had some guitar lessons, and once in a while she'd knock on the door and she'd say, "I've got a song to pitch for you. I've got a song I want to pitch to you. Got a new song. I wrote a new song last night. I wrote a new song. Oh wow! You just uh, we brought her to the convention in Albuquerque. We talked her into coming, and Uh she sat around in the jam sessions with us and sang harmony and was just having just in heaven and she's a member now of the IWMA. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, she finally got up the nerve to sing one of her own songs at one of the jams and it was about I I always wanted to be a a cowgirl and one of the other ladies from Journey West at the end of her song was it Dawn or Gail yeah. leaned over and said welcome to the family honey. And oh wow. everybody just cried. Yeah. Well, she just writes the the greatest songs. We've recorded several of hers, yeah. and yeah, this really one fun. this one is always 
just good when you want to feel good. All right. Well, this is Cowgirl Serenade. We'll be back in just a moment. It starts kind of subtle and hard to feel the beat. The moment that you hear it, you'll want to tap your feet. You think it's kind of lonely, but it's really pretty sweet. The song every cowgirl knows. Just listen. When the sun begins to fade, it's the best song Mother Nature's ever played. It's hard to argue with the arrangement that she's made. It's a cowgirl serenade. Hear the little cricket hiding in a thicket. He's playing a love song for two. Lonely cap is falling, old Hudal is calling. Music to the ears of any buckaroo. Whisper of a breeze is singing through the trees As old coyote howls at the moon Dancing and a-swaying, all the nature playing A cowgirl's favorite tune Now listen to what the Katie did Hear the ponies blowing softly as they're chewing Don't you wonder why it's never been a hit song It's been pure gold all along It's not the kind of music from a fiddler on a stage And not Beethoven's concert with notes on every page And certainly not an opera that a critic would ever gauge It's a cowgirl serenade Hear the little cricket hiding in a thicket. He's playing a love song for two. Lonely cap is falling, old Ludal is calling. Music to the ears of any buckaroo. Yodel with the choir, then you can retire. As old coyote howls at the moon. Dancing and a swaying, all the nature playing. The cowgirl's favorite too. Not the kind of music from a fiddler on a stage Or a symphony by Mozart with notes on every page And certainly not an opera that a critic could ever gauge It's a cowgirl serenade, oh yeah It's a cowgirl, I said a cowgirl serenade Judy Coder, Jennifer Epps Notable exceptions, Cowgirl Serenade from their CD Souvenir, which you must own. <laughs> so, um, you know, you you two, um, you're so dynamic in live performance, and the harmony is so tight, and the way you trade um, the music back and forth. I, I guess when we talk about traveling and how much you're on the road and you're sharing time, do you sing a whole lot while you're driving, you know, or do you, uh, do you set time apart specifically for yeah. practice or are you just singing together all the time, you know, while you're driving around? <laughs> Actually, Jennifer gives me a hard time about that because she thought that Judy Coder would just sing all the time. And I don't even practice. I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> terrible about it. I'm terrible. I'm actually the one that sings all the time. My, I grew up with, um, in a family of barber shoppers, and mm-hmm. so, so it's ah. like you, 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 you say a, a phrase of something, and, and it, ice cream. <laughs> you know, so, so I, 
I do one who sings all the time. But uh, yeah, but there have been times, and especially if we have the wind at our backs and the the coach is particularly quiet. Um, there have been times that we've actually written things on the road, the vocal arrangement for Don't Fence Me In that we put on our first album was mm-hmm. actually, the that whole arrangement was written on the road. It was it was in western Kansas because, yeah. you know, there wasn't much there going wasn't on. There wasn't anything else going on. Yeah, no. so, so um, yeah. There's, there's room yeah. for Judy to sit in the in the passenger seat in the front here. It's a, it's a class A coach, so we got a lot of, you know, we're, we're eight feet wide, you know, so she can actually sit there with her guitar um, and play, you know, and still be sitting with her seatbelt on, sitting forward, you know. So, um, uh-huh. so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of space for us to be able to do that. We have practiced a bit, um, yeah, you know, time trying to, to learn time. something on our way on our mm-hmm. way into the recording studio, which which is also in in Topeka here that that Judy's been using for what twenty something over something a long, long, long time, time. yeah. Uh huh. And we were in the studio yesterday. We did a new song in the studio mm-hmm. yesterday. We were very excited about that. That's going to be really fun. Oh, wow. We're going to release that just for our fans first off. Uh, yeah, the first release will be for our subscribers, in fact. Uh, oh, that's very cool. It was perfect. That's it's not very something cool. that we wrote. It's it's something that our, our one of our friends from Three Trails West, Roger uh-huh. Isles, sent us an email and said, you know, we're getting ready to put this on our radio show. You I think you girls need to learn this song. And it was so perfect. <laughs> so it's specifically uh, for the tour. It's just, it's the perfect song. So we knew we were coming here and we said, we've got to record that song. So we did it yesterday and it's ready for us to release to our subscribers. That, first first that and is, foremost. And, that is so yeah. fun. I guess I'm going to need to subscribe. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we yeah, just had a, a hello from Tom Swearingen just popped up on my uh, personal Hi, Facebook Tom. page where I post all during the program, and he says hello to Judy, Jennifer, and Gary from Tom Swearingen. So hey, Tom. Very nice. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> um, I have one more one more question. Then we're going to get to such a fabulous song um, in just a mm. moment, the same river. Um, but what do you guys love about singing harmony? Mm. Oh man, all my life has been harmony. Like I said, you know, with barbershop and stuff. But it's uh, it's about just kind of filling out the sound. And it's it's um, when I sing harmony, I don't think of it as as you know harmony so much as just another another way to to do the melody, to another way to to get the the, mm. the song out there. So what do you think, Judy? Yeah. One of the things that I like so much about singing just two-part harmony is that I I grew up in a family that was a family of five. And so when we sang together, which we did, there was always more than enough harmony there. You know, the average choir would have four parts. Our family had five. And it was always my job to find the descant. And so I've always Judy was the fifth. I was the fifth. (laughs) And so it's, it's, always been real easy for me to find that spot and be perfectly willing to jump through any musical hoops necessary to find that one note that had not been covered yet. But what's fun about singing with Jennifer is that because she's equally uh, adept at finding that spot and she's comfortable crossing from if, if she needs to go above the melody or below the melody, she's comfortable doing that. We are able to, do things with our harmonies that 
I really hadn't realized that you could do with two voices, that two voices could sound like it was a complete harmony. But when she's as willing as I am to to jump and make the moves. Um, she writes some crazy harmonies for me. Sometimes I, you know, she'll, she'll even write them down and then she'll say, she'll say, let me just, let me just record this and you can practice on your own. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. This is not really straightforward. So let me see how I can help. Okay. <laughs> but it sure is fun That's when we get fun. it. Oh yeah. A lot of fun. Well, and it's so fun listening, watching you. I mean, on the CD, I would say to our listeners, you want the CD but again, live performance and and watching the two of you, um, and I don't want to say trade off, but just what goes on and where the music goes. And then suddenly, you know, there's Jennifer on harmonica or flute or some, something that she pulls out of her pocket, you know, and it's just, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's just such a fabulous, um, you are entertainers. You know, I I think you are performers, yes, but but there's a class that is different from performers, I think, as a audience member, which is an entertainer, and um, you guys are entertainers. Um, Thank you, Bobby. At the, at the that, top of the the top of the peak. <laughs> well, yeah, and Bobby, you remember, uh, I it was ten years ago this coming summer that I toured as a solo artist and I came out to California and performed for out West. And as a solo, there's only so much you can do to be entertaining, especially when your hands are all tied up on the guitar. And as a duo, we're able to do much more. And part of that is because Jennifer is entertaining to begin with and, and her hands are free. So she can pick up a flute and she can, or she can put that instrument down and be expressive with her hands. And so we can provide much more of a show because Jennifer's there. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. That's why I there get the big go. bucks. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you, so, so also we can say this, you know, that if, if you want to, if you want to see us live, just let us know and tell us where you are. We have our quarantine coach and we'll just show up. That's right. We don't there really have any go. commitments particularly. We have a list of places we'd like to go, but yeah. we don't really have any commitments, you know. Not you know, the, the, one of the one of the questions that I really just get really frustrated. Some you know people will come up when we're playing like a house concert or something. They say, "Well, how come you never play at the such and such big concert <laughs> hall?" You know, you know, and I'm like, "Well, nobody's ever asked us, or or who's go. in charge of that? Tell us how to get it, how to get in there." And they're like, "Well, I don't know, but how come you're not playing there?" We'll work on that. Uh-huh. We are always ready to play. There you yeah. go. Well, let's play this next song. I don't normally play a song that is quite as long as this, but it is absolutely beautiful. And uh, and I've listened to this two or three times and it's like, man, I've got to share this with the audience. It's one called The Same River and we're going to come back and talk more with Jennifer and Judy and Bobby in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe.
her hair was black She held a small child close beside her And had a baby strapped to her back I've heard her people have no honor I've heard they murder They say they're thieves But I can see She loves her children She is a mother Just like me I saw a woman Across the river Her hair was yellow Her dress was blue A red-haired child Played close beside her Carried another inside her too They say white people Will steal our children Kill for no reason They say they're one only smiled and watched me. She is a mother just like me. We washed our hands in the same river. Nothing was
are songs that definitely follow a theme. And some once in a while, there's something that doesn't fit, but it, it you got to get it out there, so it's a bonus. <laughs> it's a bonus track. <laughs> Oh, uh, gosh. You know, I was just thinking, um, I get a lot of public relations folks that send me out, this is the latest single. This is the latest single. The album's coming out later. This is the latest single. Do you guys send out an album or do you send out singles? When you're, when you're doing something new, how do you like to promote it? I know that there are a lot of people that have begun releasing an album one track at a time as a single, and they might release half of the album as singles before the album itself is actually available. We've not done that. Yeah, it might be a different – the world is changing because there's so many people. The only people that don't – like my brother just bought a brand-new pickup. There is okay. no CD, no player, CD player in the picture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and my mom doesn't have a CD player at her house. She only has one in her older car. And okay. so, so it's like people aren't even buying CDs anymore. They buy them yeah. from us only at live shows. Um, as souvenirs. As souvenirs. <laughs> That's right. You know, and and yeah. I, that's why I spend so much time. I design the album covers and and create that all all myself because it, I want something. You, you buy something that's pretty. It's like here, buy a picture of us, and we'll sign it for you too. And that's, <laughs> oh, and there's a CD inside, right? Yeah. Um, you know, so but the the world is changing so much. You know, we even use Alexa at home and listen to streaming music. You know, mm-hmm. and, and right. we, we right. listen to ourselves streaming at home sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. just to you know bump up the numbers. You know, yeah. but um. But we were in Kansas City in a jam a week or two ago, uh, one of those very distanced jams, and they were having the very same conversation. They were ready to do an album, and they were discussing amongst themselves. This band was discussing, do we get CDs? If so, how many? And how do you want to release this? Because it's yeah. more complicated than it was just a few years ago. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And right. so, so there's no – it is not cost-effective for us to actually order CDs. So I'm just no. – I'm thinking – how do we do this? Yeah. So, so the, the answer, Gary, is we don't know. <laughs> um, we have been releasing a CD. We haven't. Yeah. We have not released singles before. Um, yeah. So, so I don't know how we're going to do the next one. It, yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. We're going yeah. to. We'll let you know. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. You'll 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 find out soon enough. <laughs> when we send I guess it. so. Yeah, as soon as I get a, well, c- a, a I, single released, yeah, yeah, that'll be cool. I. Ahead, I can Bobby. tell you that um, I can tell you that as a as a DJ, not only for this show but also for the Outwest Hour, uh, and I know there's there's more people that buy music than than DJs or you know get music than DJs. But man, I really like the liner notes. I like to know who wrote it. You know, I I bought um, MP3s of a uh, of a performer. Uh, I don't, I, I, it doesn't matter who that was, but, you know, I bought the MP3s because I couldn't get the CD and I have no clue what of that music the main performer wrote and and who wrote. And if I, I'm putting a show together, I want to give credit where credit is due. And, yeah, sure. um, 
And so, you know, I know that the Indie Express allows you to do um, go ahead and send through, and we can download it. What does the cover look like? What's the liner notes and all? But for most people that are just going to buy, you know, that one song for a dollar ninety nine, you know, ninety nine cents or dollar ninety nine or whatever. Even mm-hmm. on Amazon, where I've gone to buy some stuff, it's like there's no credit. There are no credit lines anywhere. No, and in it, fact, they you would know, say and that's that the artist really was a the problem. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, this, it's really a, a disservice to the songwriter. Yeah, if you actually, mm-hmm. if you actually went to like, uh, like, you know, YouTube to find to listen to that last song, it would say, uh, "Same River by Notable Exceptions," and we well, say right. in the notes. We are very careful to say in the notes. Julie that, Fisher wrote the song that, yeah. that Notable Exception sings, but it doesn't say that in the, you know, to, to the, yeah. the average yeah. the average listener on that. So it's very right. hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I certainly wouldn't mind creating a pamphlet, you know, and and giving you a a little thumb drive with the MP3s on it, you know, and selling that, you know. But I don't know that it's going to be cost effective to actually have yeah. these discs. Yeah, and it's it's just it's not the same as holding that CD folder in your hand. Right. No. It is. It is different. But I have. Yeah, I've had I've had many artists that uh, uh, have said we're not doing CDs anymore. You know, everything's going digital, and so we're just not doing that. So, but it's different if you're a person that's just listening to music, or if you're a disc jockey that's talking about music, there is a difference there. So that's understandable. Well, Bobby Jean, we will be sure to send you liner notes no matter what we do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, listen, you guys have been a ton of fun today. Time has gone by so stinking quickly. And uh, look forward to having you back. And I guess while you're out on the road and you're doing some writing, there'll be some new music that we can have you back to share with our audience. Absolutely. So, and in the meantime, forward. we need, yeah, uh, we need to keep track of one another and, and let you know where we are and what we're doing. And most of that is done through subscribership, through our webpage. Uh, there will right. only be very small snippets on Facebook. Most of the notable, notable updates, We'll come to our subscribers through our website. You can visit our website and become a subscriber for uh, the price of a ticket to a concert. You can have all sorts of concerts and and additional or or yeah or less. I mean, the, or less the, at the lowest tier, it's a it's a cup of coffee. That's you right. Know, That's the right. price of a cup That's of right. coffee. Look what you get. So so go That's to right. notableexceptions.com and and click on the subscribe button. Yep. And tell there you, you go. Yeah. There you go. And tell <laughs> your friends. Well, you girls have been great. I'm going to close the show out for this segment with a great song from the CD. It's one called The Vaquero. And uh, girls, come back and be with us again soon, would you? I would love to. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Bobby. Thank you so much right. for having us. Thank you so much. This is The Vaquero. It's from Souvenir, and we'll be back in just a moment. Medina, a vaquero once was I. Now I live in the air above the pepper trees. Where are all the cattle that belong to Captain Dana? 
They've blown away like ashes in the California breeze Once I rode the foothills and I swung the long riata I worked the hide and tallow trade in the land I love I rode in wooden stirrups and the dust raised by my ponies was smoke from my altar offered up to God above Tora via estoy aquí I am still here Tora via estoy aquí My soul is dancing in the moonlight I mingle with each grain of sand in a land It is my birthright I am still here Todavía estoy aquí I am still here Todavía estoy aquí In the canyons and barrancas And the willows by the creek bank I chase the wild cattle through the live oak trees Cross valleys, ridge and mesa And the hills baked oh so yellow My ponies sleek and dancing Were all a man would be Todavía estoy aquí, I am still here Todavía estoy aquí, my soul is dancing in the moonlight I mingle with each grain of sand in a land that is my birthright I am still here, todavía estoy aquí I am still here, todavía estoy aquí. In the fog of early morning, in the misty haze of twilight, beyond the sagging ruins of these adobe walls, You may see me in the dust That shimmers in the half-light Or hear me in the whisper Of the grass so green and tall Todavía estoy aquí I am still here Todavía estoy aquí My soul is dancing in the moonlight I mingle with each grain of sand In a land that is my birthright I am still here Todavía estoy aquí I am still here Todavía estoy aquí Medina, 
of a carol once was I Now I live in the air above the pepper tree It's time now for Saddle of America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network When we come back we'll be talking with our good friend Mr. Robert Eversole, the Trailmeister They say that you kind of folks, the ones wear boots and the ones that don't. I believe, darling, you and me hold steady in the boot category. Goodbye, city life and nine-to-five living. Our corporate meetings are held in our kitchen. You can't beat our sweet retirement plan. Don't get sick and work as long as you can. Under neon lights, our life is good, kind of crazy. Keep it together, you and me, baby. Cause the trick of the trade with life and wine is great, great, and bailing twine. They say to make it pay, you gotta roll with the season. Make do or do without knowing to sell and when to keep. Our best insurance is in making do. Duct tape. Utter bomb and super glue Give us this crazy life with nothing at all Our American dream Delivered with a draw That's right, y'all This is how we hang and rattle Raising our kids and raising cattle Let loose on Saturday night Two steps underneath on life Our life is good, kind of crazy Keep it together, you and me Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. 
I'm your host, Gary Holt. Join me as Bobby Jean Bell, our co-host out in Albuquerque. And we are joined now by our good friend, Mr. Robert, the Trailmeister Eversoul. Hey, Robert. Hey, it's good to be back. I can't believe it's already been a month. It has been a <laughs> quick month. It's been an that interesting month. Interesting month. Yeah. Well, How's your weather well, been what, out in Washington? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Bluebird skies today. The sun is out, and I am not <sighs> wearing a winter jacket and a scarf. Oh, wow. 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 Yep. Wow. I think it's you know what like else? Uh, mid-40s, maybe. You know what else I've noticed? What? The horses are starting to shed. Yes, they are. You know, you know what that means, don't you? It's going to be time to hit the trails. That's true. That's true. It yeah. also means that you, that you it, it's giving your washer and dryer one heck of a workout because you're coming in <laughs> from brushing them and you're covered head to toe in hair. Uh, gosh, I saw a, I saw a cartoon or a meme or whatever you call them today on Facebook, and uh, and it was somebody that was just had been out with their curry comb, brushing the mm-hmm. horse, and they were they were covered, they were totally covered with horse hair. And, I uh, believe it. Yeah, yeah. So that just means that it's time for people to get ready to hit the trails. Yeah. And that means a little maintenance work, doesn't it, on their truck and trailer? Uh, maintenance work, just checking to make sure. I mean, heavens, up until, what, two weeks ago, little little trailer and truck, they had, they, had, they were safely napping in the barn. Yeah, <laughs> or covered with snow. Or covered with snow, a little bit of both. And so, yeah, uh, a lot can happen even when you're not using the, the, the things. So I got mine out and started going through all the bits and bobs and hey, it, is it going to be safe um, here in hopefully a, a short time? And you know, but I, I think it's an important thing. I mean, heavens, we all know tires go down if if they're just sitting. Yeah. So you know, checking checking all of those things, I think it's important. So what what parts do you check on your on your truck and trailer when you're getting ready to head out? Well, always check the uh always check the tires on everything, but it's it's always good to uh kind of do a little maintenance, little packing and rotating and, and so forth on yeah. your trailer. Pack the wheels, yeah. make sure all that's right. Yep. So um yeah, even I if, think if, that's... if they're flat, you know, they're still full on top, so that's all right, isn't it? <laughs> well, well, I think Bobby, if you could just kinda of roll on the top side, that'd work, wouldn't it? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I took mine in and had had the uh, the big things that I worry about are you know breaking down you know on 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 the way to or from someplace. That's that's always my big big fear. So making sure those the the, the tires have the right pressure and finding pressure, you know the 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 the, the right pressure for your tires. You know, thank heavens that it's printed on the sidewall. Um, and when I pulled mine out, I almost didn't because it looked fine um, until I, I broke out the little pressure gauge. They were 30 pounds light on every one. Oh, wow. Wow. Just, just from sitting, I think, you know, and it was cold. 
you know, is in the 30s that day, and that has some, some effect. But some varying, they, yeah. looked, they looked fine. And, well, why is this? You know, me and my whys. And trailer tires, the ones that are uh, ST, uh, special trailer, or whatever the, the acronym is when their sidewalls are extra extra heavy so they won't flex nearly as much as like our truck tires will if they're low never knew huh. that i didn't know that yeah i did not know that so and then if you if, if you keep if you don't check and they're underinflated uh, i talked to my tire guy and he said well, I, I I thought, well, maybe that's good—a softer ride for the for the critters bouncing down the road, you know. And heck, when I go to the beach, I let air out of my tires so I don't sink into the sand. <laughs> what 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 could go wrong? And and he enlightened me. He said that if we don't have enough air in our tires, that they will flex too much, and the flexing causes additional heat, and that's what causes the tires to fail. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Flex be bad. Flex be bad. Flex be bad. Yeah. What about brakes? What about what about brakes? What what about them? That's not the question people ask. They ask, "Hey, can my truck pull this?" You know, they they never ask about stopping. Uh I'm I'm kind of interested in the stopping part, Bobby. It's like. We we got some hills where I come from, you know. It's like going down downhill. We want to be able to slow down a little bit. Exactly, but you never hear that. Will a truck pull? Yeah, brakes. I think brakes are kind of kind of important, you kind know. Important. So, and and you know, I'm I'm not a I am not a handy guy. I wish I were, but you know, I. I in, in high school, I took a typing class instead of instead of engine maintenance. You know, <laughs> I thought that would get me further in life, and and, and it did. You know? and it did, did uh, yeah. Um, but you know, I, I I leave that kind of stuff to the pros. So like packing the the the, the wheel bearing things, I, right. I leave that, and I leave the the brakes to the pros. Uh, now I do check those brakes. Gosh darn it. You know, so at home, you know, as part of my 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 pre pre ride or pre trip check, you know, I always make sure that all the lights are working. And then I like to say that I check it every ride, but it, it probably puts down into every month when I think about it. I check that safety cable. You know, your breakaway safety okay. safety brake. Right. right. And um, you know, I and, and that's more involved than just pressing the little button on that little battery thing to make sure that you got a green light, you know, pull that, pull that switch and, and try to pull that, that, that vehicle forward. <laughs> and if those trailer brakes don't lock up, maybe you should take it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, but checking those, those safety brakes, gee golly, important, important thing that I think a lot of us just kind of overlook because it is a pain in the butt. Um, but you know, heaven forbid you get in an accident and, and they don't work. That's right. That is right. Yep. So, so what is, what is your process? Season gets started and it's time yeah, to yeah. start hitting the trails. So what do you do? What do you do? Uh, yeah. 
Well, since I'm kind of anal about a lot of things, I have to do things in the same way every time. Uh, okay. Otherwise, I'll forget. So I start at the passenger side, front of the truck, and I check all the tires. You know, you just ch- check in the air, you know. Uh, right. And I go completely around the truck. And one thing that, that you should do when you're checking the, that air pressure, now, of course, you don't have to do it every year or e- every time, but check the uh, um, the date of those tires, the manufacturer date, because, you know, dry rot and age are going to kill more horse trailer tires than road miles ever will. Um, yeah. They just don't get that much use. So look at the age. There's that DOT uh, number on the sidewall that's always in the mud at the very bottom, so you got to kind of stand upside down to look at it. Right. The last four digits of that number, uh, the first two are the week of the year, and the last two are the year. So 1317 would be the 13th week of 2017 that the tire was made. Uh, and that's good to go know because tire manufacturers, you know, they – they say that, you know, tires should be replaced, you know, every five to seven years. Now, they're trying to sell okay. tires, I understand, but right. it's it's a good guideline to at least give you – to give the tire user uh, a question to ask by somebody that, that, that knows, you know, a, a trusted mechanic. Hey, how are these looking? You know, um, I mean, we – as when I'm checking the pressure, I always look for – uh, dry rot, you know, those cracks on the sidewall and stuff, you know? Right. Uh, I also do the, I'm a big fan of Lincoln. So you take a penny and you stick it upside down in the, uh, in between the treads. Right. And if you can see all of Lincoln's head, that tire is pretty worn. <laughs> so I got you. I think it's, yeah. So you, if you see all of Lincoln's head, you should maybe think about investing in some new tires. And you and if, if, heavens, everybody listening, if you just get out a penny, um, there's not a whole lot of room between the top of his head and the edge of that coin. So, you know, but it's a good, it's a good rough indicator. Hey, <laughs> I, I can see all of those wavy locks. Maybe it's time to think about new tires or start budgeting them in. Um, so... I check the tires real good, and then by that time, I'm back around in the front of the of the trailer again. So then I hop in the cab, and I start her up, and I check all my lights, you know. But usually, if, if I'm lucky, I've got Celeste to help, so I can have her in the cab, and I'm in back, and I'm yelling, right, left, brake. Right. Uh, you know, and if not, well, then it's a lot of running back and forth, but it's doable. <laughs> right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So lights, brakes, that's about the same time that I wind up, um, you know, checking the, the the safety chains and stuff like that. And I have to admit, you know, the, the chains and the breakaway stuff, again, I like to, to, to think that I would do them every trip, but in reality, probably, probably once a month. no. No, yeah. I'm lazy. <laughs> how often, Robert? How often do you how often do you trail ride? You just talk about once a month. So a lot of people don't go out but once a month. How often do you get out during the season? During the season, I, you know, 
Well, our season's short, so that's the, it's not during the season. I'm out every, every week, you know, okay. if not all week, a good part of the week, except when I'm on this radio show on the second second <laughs> Thursday. Um, I do plan around your show, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Thanks very oh, much. I enjoy talking to y'all. I don't well, really like talking to I like talking to Bobby Jean. You like talking to Bobby. Uh, <laughs> you want to talk about cooking with Bobby. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, well, we got priorities. That's um, right. Yeah, but, you know, our, our season shows short here. Uh, by the time I get off of clinics and expos, it's June. The mountains really don't start melting out good in, until early July. And then, you know, I've got until the end of August before it snows flying again. So yeah. so I, I try to do everything I possibly can in those few short weeks. Uh, sometimes I'm envious, uh, you folks that live in the south, because uh, you've got a lot longer time. But you have big bugs that bite and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't know. That's what the fly spray's for. Bug spray's for. <laughs> There you, know. you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, so, I like yeah, I, I like this territory where you can just about ride year round. That's that's a pretty cool way to be doing. There's doing something that. to be said for that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. You just but, mentioned uh, uh, expo season. Yeah. So uh, oh, we were talking <laughs> earlier today. It's been a year ago today that they yep. announced that we had a pandemic. You know. Yep. What's going on? Uh, so are things starting to open up any? Not really. Not really? Not, 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 not really. All of the big expos are, are done, uh, you know, for, for this year, hopefully next. You know, Tennessee, they were going to go, but that got canceled. Uh, Midwest, oh, wow. you know, in Madison, that got canceled. They're using the facility at at the Midwest uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. They're using that as a COVID vaccination place. Oh you wow! Know, so yeah, so thank heavens they're they're able to use those facilities to get people their shots and whatnot. But yeah, yeah um, you know, in-person clinics, you know, there's a lot of interest in those. But just the logistics, and even with those, uh, yesterday my uh, New York clinic got canceled. A lot of people are still just not real, even in, in limited numbers. You know, I'm capping my clinics at at, at 20 people you know, where we can be good in distance, but a lot of people are still right. kind of nervous and I can't blame them. You know, heavens, I'm nervous too. Uh, but you got to try to balance, you know, having a life and an income with, with your um, caution factor. And I certainly understand. Um, so yeah, I don't, I hope next year we get back more to normalcy, but, but I don't know. I mean, this is all uncharted territory. I don't well, I really don't think that we're going to see expos the way they used to be, though. I think this has kind of put a, a nail in the coffin for a lot of them. Wow, wow. But are they are they going virtual with a lot of I the expos? I think that's what a lot of people are. I know. Well, I pulled myself out of the Iowa Horse Fair uh, at the okay. end of the month. They're still having that. I mean, it, it's it, it's a smaller event. You know, it's not a Midwest, but you know, it's it's it, it's what they've got in Iowa. Um, but I just wasn't um, comfortable comfortable with flying right now. You know, gotcha. haven't been able to get the vaccine, and I just it's not worth taking a chance for me. So we're doing that clinic virtually. 
Wow. Uh, so I think that's going to be kind of fun and nifty and certainly different. Um, so so I, I don't know. Um, I think people are clamoring for the information, um, you know, and how to provide that in an, in an effective way, in an effective and safe way. You know, how, how do you do that? I think everybody's trying to trying to figure that out right now. Right, right. Well, I know that as far as uh, musical events that are taking place, you know, it's starting to open up a little bit. But uh, I am noticing that people are not being as careful as they should be, you know, when they they get out. Doesn't that just burn your bottom? Well, it does, (laughs) you know, you know, but you you see part of the people with masks, part of the people without masks. Uh, people yeah. that are not socially distancing, like you know, I, I, I know, and and it, it's it's hard. I mean, I have to admit, you know, uh, that I I I get fu- frustrated. Yeah, I'll right. get frustrated. Um, you know, when you go to the grocery store and you know somebody's not wearing a mask and they're, you know, right on you in line. It's like, right. do you right. really have to? Do you see the dot on the floor that's been yeah. there for a full yeah. year? Do you not understand that? Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's – I don't know, Gary. I, I've got my opinions on it, and I should probably just keep them to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we, we all still have to wear a mask here in New Mexico, and when and when we're out running the normal sort of circle of errands, I would say mm-hmm. um, I have not seen somebody unmasked in the post office or the grocery store, the, the little circle of places that we go. Um, mm-hmm. In church, you still, our, our church is still online. They have, op- mm-hmm. they have reopened. We have yet to go, um, but I can see that everybody there um, that does go is wearing a mask. Um, mm-hmm. certainly, you know, we're finding that lots of folks are getting the vaccines, but lots of us don't have them yet. And, um, I, I, I think that we, that we have gotten beginning to get complacent and that once sort of the word goes out, oh, everybody's been, has had the vaccine. We, there's still new strands. You, you right. know, there's just, there's still so much uncertainty, I think, that, um, we will continue to always be as though the pandemic pandemic has not left us. I think right. just for, I, I, you know each person will have to make that decision, but mm-hmm. it's not gone. <laughs> no, it's not, and and I don't think you know um, I don't think that normal the way we think of it is ever going to be back. I truly don't. Uh, but I'm not a scientist, and I don't pretend to be. I, I think the thing that that bothers me so much is that, that science has been politicized. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's that's, and, that's yeah. a shame. You know, that's a shame. but that that, we don't shame. want to go there. That uh, is a shame. So, but I mean, but the trails are open. Trails are and, open, and you're social, and social distancing, distancing when you're on the trails. Yeah, that's right. If yeah. we're not social distancing, my mules may may kick you. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, let's come back and talk more about what's going on in the world today, and uh, a little bit more about uh, getting ready for the trails, because again, 
horses are shedding and it's like come on boys we're ready to get back out and hit these trails again but let's take a listen we got the itch we got the itch riding by the light of the moon this is many strings they are performing at the cache valley cowboy rendezvous this friday and uh they're opening for mary Kay holt who will be performing this friday as well that's in local related to somebody on the show somebody and (laughs) we won't talk about that but anyway this is a great song and a great couple many strings riding by the light of the moon Ain't no dust, there ain't no fences, ain't no bawling cattle. Cause tonight neath them silver stars, just me, my horse, and saddle. I'm looking for that green eyed girl, she makes my heart slow. I'm riding by the light of the moon. About an hour ago, the sun was sinking low. Now the moon has taken me to town and that's where I want to go There's a pretty girl just waiting there I'm gonna be there too We'll go riding by the light of the moon Sometimes yep. I can't, uh, you know. 
it, it, it's the, the 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 oncoming headlights are nothing but stars, you know, just <laughs> going every direction. Bob, you yeah. do a lot of driving at night. Are you a nighttime driver? Yes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm are you a nighttime that. driver? Yeah. No, are you a nighttime driver, Bobby Bell? Oh, me. Um, I don't care for it much, um, I, but I do it. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, I remember when my parents started not driving, like, after 7 o'clock, and I thought, really? Wow, that really kind of, you know, um, stops your social calendar. And, of course, going to live music events and things, you know, um, typically we'd be out at night. And now I, I, I think, again, the pandemic has sort of changed our life, and we don't really go out at night. So when I do drive at night now, I'm not comfortable. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, I still, I still drive at night. I still drive at night. But I prefer I prefer not to drive if I can help <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, so trail riding season is right here on us. It is we nice. About getting our trucks ready, our trailers ready. Uh, what are you doing to get your horses ready? I mean, I know you've been working some with your mules. Yeah, well, I feed them every day, and I brush them, and I love on them, and I say, tomorrow we're going to throw the saddle on and ride around the house and get you legged up. But, you know, I've been saying tomorrow for a whole lot lately. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, um, best of intentions, and we know where that takes us. Uh, I need to be out on them. I, I need needed to have been out on them a lot more. Um and I just haven't gotten around to it for any of a of a number of poor excuses. Um, this is the time that we should all be out and just getting getting them used to used to having a little bit of a job again and and, and our butts used to being in the saddle. Um have not been out nearly enough. These past couple of weeks have started to warm up here. The mud is starting to to really really dry out so i'll have zero excuse shortly i got my <laughs> when i when i took my truck in uh last week to get the bearings and the brakes checked right coming back i i, I got the truck stuck in the yard oh no oh no yeah <sighs> yeah she she sunk in a little bit and for the past few days my excuse for not riding the horses has been i've been filling those ruts in because celeste oh. was not pleased <laughs> I'm sure. I told you you should leave it on the driveway, Robert. Oh, it'll be uh, fine. Uh, the, 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 those the, those words that precede every major malfunction. It'll be fine. It's got far to go. Oh gosh, gosh. Well, uh, this is the time to be. You know, I know you've done a lot of groundwork with your mules, but this is yeah. the time to get saddle and you know, kind of get your butt ready and and uh, yeah. the animal legged up and ready to hit the trail so exactly so when you're starting yep. that when you're starting tomorrow tomorrow tomorrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> tomorrow well i i have to you know the groundwork has never never stopped uh right you know um you know throughout the winter my kind of thing is and some days are of course better than others but I try to spend 10, 15 minutes a day with each one, um, you know, and there's a lot you can do, but it's not in the saddle, you know. Um, so my kind of game plan, my farrier comes out, 
Tuesday. And okay. so, and I've really been toying with um, putting shoes on all of them. And I was just going to put shoes on, on my riding mule and Celeste riding horse. Right. So we could get out and get into the high desert a little bit, you know. Right. Um, uh, so I've kind of been debating whether to put shoes on, on the girls as well. And so I can start getting them legged up and and trotting along, you know, so I can pony them without worrying too much. It, it, even the desert here is pretty pretty rocky, you know. Right. Um, so kind of kind of noodling that over in my mind. I better decide quick because he's going to be here Tuesday. Um, so you know, next week we'll we'll start heading out shortly. You know, I, I do have well the New York clinic got canceled, but I still have that. Uh, well, Donna Martin, uh, True West. In Tennessee, right. In Tennessee. That clinic is still on, as far as I know, as well as the one up in Dayton, Ohio, uh, the following weekend, or the weekend prior, I'm sorry. Uh, so we still have those. So I'm still going to be gone for a while where does – it, does it, am I the only one, or does it really bother you to have shoes on and not be wearing that steel off? If I, if I have shoes on, by golly, I'm out. <laughs> Well, you'd rather, you'd rather, you know, but, um, yeah, but I've done that some, you know, I've, I've, yeah, I've yeah. Had, had to carry her out on a regular basis. When it gets started, I kind of have it on a regular basis and, yeah. you know, we do our trimming and, you know, just reset the same shoes sometime instead of replacing yeah, the shoes. Yeah, it, it just makes my heart sad if I've got shoes on them and they're not working. Uh-huh. You know, it would have been a lot cheaper just to leave the shoes off if they're going to stay in the in the pasture. Pasture. So, <laughs> so um, but yeah, so thinking about uh, putting shoes on all of them to to force me to get out a lot more. I've got some big plans uh, for trips this year with Celeste, and and they're all going to need to be legged up and in good condition. Uh, we're going to be going up in, into the high country. Uh, for a total of four weeks, Celeste and I. Oh wow! Not wow! Not four consecutive weeks. That would be really nifty. But uh, we're going up into the Pesaten, uh for ten days together. Um, and you know, so four or ten days—that's that's a little bit, and and it's high. So, you know, everybody will need to be legged up for that. And that's an early trip. That's uh, that's over the fourth. So. Oh wow! I don't, and that's going to be here before you know it. Um, so yeah, I need to get out on them a heck of a lot more. Although I got to say, we are doing fabulously with groundwork. <laughs> <laughs> if that was all it was, we'd, we'd be set. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, it's, uh, it, it, time gets, time gets away from you and, oh, it uh, does. yeah, but uh, to me, there's nothing better than spending time in the saddle. And, it is uh, a nice thing. What about your plans in a whole new part of the country? Well, we're moving back to Tennessee, and so that we are, and so that's what? kind of that's kind of throwing things, you know, back and forth because, uh, uh, yeah, we'll be doing a lot of mm-hmm. traveling. I've got I've got rendezvous coming up in Tennessee in June, so we'll be back in yeah. Tennessee for that. And then we'll be trying to get moved somewhere along that way. And then uh, by the time that school starts, we'll be settled into Tennessee. 
And then we've got to be back at uh, in Utah for the Bryce Canyon Rendezvous in September. So it's kind of like back and forth. Yeah. Well, that's very exciting. I'm glad it it's is not exciting, exciting for me, but I'm glad it's <laughs> going to be very exciting for you. And, and I wish you the very best in, in your long, long travels. <laughs> Uh, gosh, yeah, seventeen hundred miles each way is a long way to go. So that it is. But thank heavens they have people to do the heavy lifting. Uh, they do, and they have they have airplanes, and that's always yep, a good there, thing. So there you so go. That, that is so good. no big horse trips. Well, you're, the the tennis the the rendezvous those will be horse trips. Will you have your animals there? I will not because oh. I very seldom I very seldom have time to get out and ride uh when I'm hosting an event. So Isn't that it, just the kicker of these type of things? I mean I, I do these expos and clinics and talk, you know, to the nth degree about trail riding and camping, but you don't get to, you don't get to do when you're talking. You don't no, you don't get to do it. So I get to host yeah. people that come to trail ride. But I'm too busy with everything else that takes place when those things are going on. You know, by the time you've got the clinics and the entertainment and the vendors and, uh, you know. You're exhausted and you don't have time. Yeah. 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 You are a saint, Gary, putting all this stuff on for people that are going to be riding. And you're just watching from watching from the building as they go off on their ride. Uh, guys. Well, I hope they all have a good time. And fortunately, oh, yeah. they all do have. They all do have. Good. So that, that is pretty good. And we're going to be looking for you in uh, Utah in September. So That would be a good thing because it's going to be too, too, too cold here at that point. Oh, wow. Well, it should be beautiful. It should be beautiful. And, uh, it's always beautiful um, down there. Bryce Canyon <laughs> the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Robert, we are going to say goodbye. This has been fun. And when are you coming to Tennessee for the uh, True West deal? Uh, that is first weekend of uh, May. A weekend May? of May 1st. Thank yeah, you, Bob. Okay. Right. You're welcome. Weekend of May 1st. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know where I'm going to be then. The, uh, two, two and a half days of intensive uh, fun sessions on wilderness camping. We'll go over basic packing skills as well as tools and information and everything you need to know to make the wilderness a comfortable home for a few All right. All right. You so have you written in the Exact, uh, exciting. <laughs> have you ridden in the Big South Fork before? I have not. And Donna you, said that I need it. to and I want to, but I'm not going to take will. Ruger for the same reasons yeah. we just talked about. Yeah, yeah, don't. But, but there'll be plenty to ride out there, so you'll have a good time. But uh, anyway. Borrow somebody's nag. Yeah, yeah. Contact, contact my good friend Larry McMillan with Southeast Outfitters, and he'll take there care you of you. There you go. Well, listen, we'll see you on the show next month, and uh, and have a great month. I hope you stay safe and get some saddle time in. I will try. You too, Bobby Jean. Always good to hear hear your your voice, and and look forward to next month as well. All right. See you across We're the campfire. <laughs> Going to take a listen to Mr. Ernie Seitz with Bandit Joe, and we'll be back in just a minute with Miss Bobby Bell. Robert Eversole, we'll see you next month. Thank you, my friend. 
Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye now. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Out in the desert where no water would flow And the sand is as dry as the wind that would blow The sun will burn your eyes right out When riding out of town on a lone black horse Ranger off an impossible course After the bad journey That seemed long ago in a Texas town Ranger his true love had found Wedding day was set Then come right one day was a bad hombre Mine a black coal and a heart of cold clay And he stole his bride away To the desert he rides With six guns on his side And his mind he knows Must find that bandage Joe Must find that bandage Joe Just out of town The ranger found True love lying dead on the ground She had a bullet through her brain The canyons he heard and laughed to a Texas Ranger, his bride at last, outlaw rode away. To the desert he rides with six guns on his side. In his mind he knows he must find the bandit Joe. He's gotta find the bandit Joe. Time out of mind. The ranger felt a bullet, grazed his side, knocked him to the ground. He heard a sound, he turned around. Face to face, there he found the bandit Joe. Now the bandit was fast, but he was no match. The ranger that he met at last, a bullet found his mark, ripping through that bandit's heart. To the desert he rides with six guns on his side. In his mind he knows he would find the bandit Joe. He'd find the bandit Joe. Out in the desert where no water would flow, and the sand is as dry as the wind that would blow. The sun will burn your eyes right out. Come riding into town on a lone black horse, ranger. Off an impossible course, kill the bandit Joe. Coast to Coast COVID Tour. 
So that was <laughs> our quarantine tour, I think is what it's called. But anyway, a lot of fun today. Um, that was Ernie Sites. We did a song by Many Strings, and we did a song by Mary Kay Holt. And uh, all of these people are performing this weekend at the Cash Valley Cowboy Rendezvous. And uh, tomorrow night, Mary Kay will be performing at 7.30, and she'll be accompanied by many strings opening for her. And Thatch Elmer is going to be there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And that is not a virtual performance. It will be virtual, but it's open to the public to come in. But there is no cost. So people can come in and enjoy themselves. And um, I think the auditorium will seat about 2,500, so there'll be plenty of room and plenty of vendors that are going to be there. So that's at the Cache Valley Cowboy Rendezvous in Logan, Utah. And then on Saturday night, Jim Jones will be performing uh, along with Mark Munzert and uh, another great couple that will be performing as well. So that's all this weekend. And uh, I got to meet Jim Jones yesterday, Bobby. Yes, you did. You've been meeting a bunch of folks that you haven't met before. Yeah, yeah, I have. I had a great time visiting with people and looking forward to doing that this weekend as well. But um, tell us a little bit about what's going on with Out West this month. Oh my goodness! Um, 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 Hero Collection um, is supporting the uh, Salvation Army of Texas Disaster Services. Um, so we have that going on all this month and, of course, adding new new things uh, daily. And you can also check out the Out West Shop Facebook page where we do daily posts on um, featuring both merchandise as well as books from our bookshop. And um, I've been blogging regularly now. And so on outwestshop.com, you can click blog. And there are three topics um, for sure that get coverage. One is all of the week's radio shows. Another is all of the book posts that we're doing on Facebook. And then another is all of the fashion posts. Because not everybody's on Facebook and not, not everybody follows there. And, um, and we write and feature a lot of interesting things. So uh, I am now bundling those up and making um, blogs out of them. So Busy, can, busy. Busy girl, yes, aren't you? Yes, very busy. Yes, yeah. as as yeah. are you and Mary Kay and pretty much everybody in our circle, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, and, and talk about being busy. We mentioned it just a minute ago when we were talking with Robert, but uh, we want to remind you that you can visit our website at equestrianlegacy.net. Click on Rendezvous 2021, and we have two that are taking place this year. One in Tennessee in June and one in Bryce Canyon in Utah in September. And uh, we have we have three days of great trail riding. We have music concerts every night. We have vendors that will be there. We're doing a chili cook-off uh, in I Tennessee this time. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. that should be a yeah, lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Jim needs to come to Tennessee and bring his chili recipe with <laughs> Yeah, and, that's on uh, June 19th. You have the chili yeah. cook off. Yeah, we're having the chili cook off. And then Richard Winters is going to be doing a clinic in Tennessee. And Trina Morris will be doing a two day clinic 
in Utah for us. And uh, all of the money that's being raised is to help support our veterans with PTSD with Jennifer O'Neill's Hope and Healing at Healing Glade and also a Mustang Rescue with Mustang Heritage Foundation. So uh, come and have a great time at both locations. And all of that money will be going to uh, help support these worthwhile causes as well. So anyway, anything that we need to talk about that we haven't talked about yet? Next week, we have a great show lined up. Who's joining us for the Campfire Cafe? Oh, my gosh. We get Ranger Doug and Too Slim of Riders in the Sky are with us uh, for Campfire Cafe. And then who do we have on Saddle Up? Craig Cameron is going to be joining us on Saddle Up America, and uh, we'll be talking about Craig's training process, and he's competing at Road to the Horse again the following week. So it's going to be a fun time next week on uh, the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network with with Riders in the Sky and uh, Craig Cameron. Uh, Any kind of closing thoughts that you have for us today? I do have a closing thought for us today, and it has to do with spring. Springtime is the land awakening. The March winds are the morning's yawn. I like that. I like that. You know what happens Sunday, too, don't you? Uh, I'm not sure. Tell me. We we spring forward. (laughs) Time changes Sunday. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, there's so, been some debate about that not happening, and there's been some debate in New Mexico that maybe we we don't want to do that anymore. But I I guess it comes up every year, but it it doesn't pass. That comes so. up. That comes up every year. That's right. That's right. But anyway, yeah, we'll lose yeah. we'll lose an hour of sleep this Sunday. So spring forward, set your clocks forward one hour. Well, we're going to close out the show today with a great song by Mr. Jim Jones. It's one called "These Cowboy Boots." It was written by Alan Chapman. And uh, it's a terrific song. Thank you for joining us today. And we remind you that you can listen to our shows in an archive podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes, as well as our website at equestrianlegacy.net. So thanks for joining us today. Bobby, we'll see you on the radio next week. All righty. Cowboy boots They were made by a melody They helped to keep me steady On nights when I got tight These cowboy boots They too stepped through lajitas They've been bathed in margaritas On starry Texas nights These cowboy boots They're just the bottom part Of the life I chose to live If it comes right to it There's nothing I wouldn't give For these cowboy boots These cowboy boots They've been frozen around a campfire They've been tangled up in barbed wire Right here the tops are red These cowboy boots They'd stomp the streets of Paris Got lost down in Banderas Underneath some ladies' bed These cowboy boots They're just the bottom part Of the life I chose to live 
if it comes right to it, there's nothing I wouldn't give for these cowboy boots. I wear these cowboy boots with nine rows of purple stitching, cause they look good in my kitchen when they're drying from the rain. I wear these cowboy boots to remind me of my history when life still